Hello, welcome to episode two of the For Your Ears Only podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Todd Williams. And first, let me just say, I am so congested, okay? Like, I tried to blow my nose and cough as much as I could before recording this, but I don't know how much is actually going to help. So just so you know, I like the weather change is really, really getting to me. Also, speaking of weather change, like we're in the beginning of October. Happy Libra season to all my Libras out there. Literally love your life, even though you're super indecisive and never know where you want to eat, but that's completely fine. Like, it's fine. Um, Before we dive into this episode, I do want to make you aware that it is not the easiest listen or the easiest conversation, Um, and this was not in my original plan, but when I was considering recording this or not, I was like... I don't think that I would be like authentically myself and be like completely transparent if I didn't say that a lot of topics or conversations that we're going to be having on this podcast in this season would be even like a thought or like the way that I look at a lot of things now are very, very different because of this experience and experiencing grief is not something that really is talked about or, you know, just cause it's, it's not an easy conversation. It's really not even easy for me to sit here and like talk about it honestly right now. But like I said, I do think that I don't, I would not have the same perspective on a lot of things if it wasn't for this experience and going through this, going through the process of grief and experiencing losing a loved one traumatically and just so young like I think not I think I know a lot of young people have gone through this and I I know because like before this happened to me I never experienced grief I never experienced anyone in my life close to me like pass away and have to go through like those emotions but I knew other people had gone through them like other people that were my age you know like and it's not talked about and so it's like how do you how do you deal with it and as I've gone through it and am going through it I remember like even like in early stages thinking to myself like how these how like these young people who are my age have gone through this before like and you know they're they're reaching out and you know they're they're sending their prayers and they know what it's like and I'm just like how did you get through this like what what you know like and so anyways I um I definitely like this changed my perspective on a lot of a lot of things in life and while I'm only 23 and saying that like I don't think there's an age on on like feeling this pain you know like this I don't think this pain sees no age and so while going through it and yeah just just dealing with all those emotions and and still kind of having to come to terms with this concept of life um it's changed a lot of things for me so you know, the before the year 2020, I I don't want to say that it, I was like naive to the world, but I was definitely, especially in the friendship that in the relationship that I had with Carly, um, I was I felt very invincible. Like I was in a space where I was very invincible. I felt like just untouchable, 
And that could have just been the power of our friendship. And like, you know, I think whenever I thought of like me and Carly and whenever like we were together, I felt like a little kid. Like I think of Carly's baby picture and my baby picture like next to each other. And like these two little girls, like best friends forever. And like playing in a flower field. Like we were literally always in La La Land, like just doing our own thing and not, not aware of, life like the you know me and I'll speak for myself just like the real the real shit in life right and so um when 2020 happened and we were all confined in our homes and had literally no choice but to wake up to the things happening around us um I think that was really the biggest time where I felt like like a, it, there was like a collective grief in the world you know, like Kobe had passed away, which was like crazy because, you know, he's supposed to be around forever. And then, you know, COVID was happening. And so a lot of people were losing their loved ones or going through grieving their loved ones. And then the Black Lives Matter movement where like innocent lives were just being lost, you know. And so it was like a time where I was feeling and, and it's not that I hadn't ever felt or tried to feel in in a situation like this because you know I am very like you know I try to stay like very emotionally like in tune with myself and um connect with other humans as best that I can you know without having gone through that before like this was a time where I was really though like okay you know like this is a lot and this is real like and I remember even telling Carly I was like I just want to kidnap everybody I love and like be under one roof and you guys, we can't get out until 2020 is over. And then um, 2020 continued to happen. And I got the news that Carly passed away. And I was, I, I remember having a vision of just running. Like, I remember just running. I don't know where I was running to or wh- like what I was running from. Um, but my guess is like, it was just fear and just scared. Yeah. Like just me being truly scared and not knowing how to handle this. I think after a while of just being in complete shock and things not really settling in when it did hit me, I was angry at everything, like angry at the world and I internalized everything. Like my anger was really actually like I was silent and it was like an unhealthy silent. I was mad at the fact that the world was moving and my world had stopped. You know, I was mad at the fact that like, I didn't have my person anymore. Like I was mad at so many things. And then eventually I got to a point where I was just trying to look for signs and trying to find something in anything because I had heard stories and I had heard other people's experiences about seeing visions or, you know, getting signs and, you know, their loved ones showing up in different ways. And so now I'm mad that I'm not seeing the signs and that I'm not, you know, I'm not getting visions and I'm not getting visits when the whole time, like, I'm just looking for it, you know? And so I had to get to a point where, I had to lean in my into my faith and lean into something that was bigger than myself because 
I was not in control clearly. And um, by holding on to the things that I thought I had control in, I was like literally losing control. And so in a way it was like surrendering and having to completely let go and restart in a way. And like, and, and by saying like restart, it's like like re like finding myself again and like rediscovering and reflecting. And a lot of the times I was reflecting, it was like I was trying to find understanding and recognizing the fact that this this was something that a lot of people like people go through every day, like, you know, all over the world. And we had just gone through it also collectively as a country. And so you know, I was just thinking about how I was going to get through this. And I had thought about, I kept in the back of my mind, you know, they often say that like time heals all, especially in these situations. And as I'm in a place of longing for like this pain to stop and for this feeling of like helplessness to like go away, I found that in order for this time to be healing, like I had to be intentional about it. Like there had been so much time that had passed me by and I wasn't closer to a better understanding or a better perspective or a better outlook until I was actually intentional about about wanting those things. And that really just meant allowing myself as a human to feel this pain from a place of love and you know like crying and the screaming and everything that came with it and and that pain like letting it out expressing it feeling it like going through it versus trying to control it played a really big role in the healing because by going through all of that, those emotions and those feelings, like there was a sense of acknowledgement that this was happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a, it was like a reality, like setting in. And while I was still trying to fight the fact that this was something I was going to have to accept, it was like my emotions were already showing it. Like my emotions were the acceptance that this was real because I was vulnerable enough to to cry and and to go through those emotions versus trying to put on a front or stay strong you know and so eventually I got to the point where I did want to move forward um, because I had just been in this space for so long and had felt stagnant and needed to find that motivation to give me life again in a way like um I was in a fragile place and very delicate and so I knew that I wanted to move with purpose and with intent and for a bigger reason than myself Um, and at first I wanted to go to like I, I wanted to move to a whole new city and like see new faces just new environment I thought it would be better but then in the summer of 2021 I took a trip down to my old community college that I had played basketball at and not expecting anything of this visit, just going to see familiar faces and be in a familiar place. And I ended up getting offered the opportunity to coach. 
And now this has been something that had came up a lot in my past, like the opportunity to be a coach at a different school or at a different organization, but I had turned it down because I wasn't sure if I was ready or comfortable enough to be in the position of leadership, you know, where people are actually like looking up to you and holding you to expectations. And so in the past, I hadn't, I had turned all that down. And then when I was offered the opportunity here at this point in my life, I said, yeah. And I remember saying, yeah, not really like knowing or being like, did I just say yeah for real? Like, and I said, yeah. And I ended up looking for an apartment, found an apartment literally like the same day, signed a lease and it all happened so fast that I was still like processing it. And you know, this was the school that I met Carly at. And so it was really emotional. And I was just like, just like I said, like, couldn't really believe that I had just taken like this, this job. (laughs) And, um, I remember going for a drive after signing my lease and moving into the apartment. And I, on this, I was on a road that never has any flowers or anything. And I was at a red light and I looked to my left and I see like, a whole bunch of sunflowers like just a patch of sunflowers and you know Carly's favorite flower was a sunflower she was literally damn near sunflower um and yeah it was just it it was a it was a sign that I had always been looking for and it was a it was a validation and confirmation and I remember that this was what I wanted to do like I knew that in order for me to get out of this place and where I feel like I had nothing, like I needed to pour into something else. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, while it was hard to like say yeah and like go through with it, it brought me like such a bigger purpose and gave me the chance to serve others. And um, in a way it, it poured back into me, like it really, really poured back into my soul. So um I think just moving forward as I have been, you know, living with that, I am very mindful of how I'm spending my time. And I don't say that to sound like heavy or like dark, but like no genuinely like sometimes I think we get so caught up in the speed of life and everything happening around us that We forget to have a why for the things that we do and the energy we put behind things like having an intention or like a specific purpose for doing or making certain moves in your life with certain people like um, is really, really big to consider and remember. I also think that while this is the most difficult conversation and the most hardest concept of life to accept considering it is so common but not really talked about by opening up this dialogue and sharing my experience that someone else has gone through their own way you know then they processed it their own way on their own time everybody is going to go through it differently but um realizing that we are more connected than we think like as human beings in the physical form going through life like this is an experience that happens and we don't talk about it and then 
we don't know how to deal with it and sometimes I wish that I it didn't have to take something like traumatic or tragic like to happen in order to learn these things and to see these things you know and so as you listen to this episode today I hope you realize you're not alone or you recognize your own life and reflect on how intentional you make your moves Um, but of course thank you so much for listening next episode will drop next Thursday and yeah love you bye